Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every Thursday, be prepared to have your mind. As KikiAntics.net and GamingDeath.com bring you... Death Podcast. Featuring all your favorite hosts, Chris, Caleb, Listen as they get together to talk all about video games. Admission is completely free. First 100 viewers will get a free dick joke. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Every Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Twitch.tv slash gaming death. Hi, this is Normie from Knuckleballer Radio and ZombieCast, and you're listening to one of my favorite shows on the Geeky Antics Network. Don't forget to check out the rest of the gang over at geekyantics.net. Warning, there might be rants and food ahead and possibly inappropriate behavior. Don't tell anybody, though. Welcome, geeks, gamers, furries, and ninja robots. This is Horseplay Live. Today is Thursday, May 25th, and this is episode 180 of Horseplay, tentatively titled Friday the 26th and Star Wars the 40th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lazy title. That's why it's very tentatively. <laughs> but I'm your Paul Bear Lizard host, Yogi Zilla, and we got our old friend is back, our, one of our main host that hasn't been around for a while because, you know, life happens. Uh, you know, usually at this point, we talk about what the show's about. You know, we're all, about all stuff, all, all stuff geeky. You know, video games, movies, TV shows, and all that good stuff, hobbies. You know, and I wanted to just let you know that we do this show live over at Twitch.tv forward slash Geeky Antics every Thursday night, 11 p.m. Eastern at 8 p.m. Pacific and 4 a.m. GMT. And early in the day, you can catch our reruns over at allgames.com. Without further ado, Let's introduce our old, but our old friend who's back, hopefully to stay this time. War Child. He's about to call me an old fart. Old fart? Was I? Maybe. I think so. Old fart. Uh, greetings, greetings. Uh, thank you for having me back. Uh, still, the ultra charismatic ninja dad who is uh, holding it together, all grizzled and whatnot. Word. We're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a uh, cupcake come back tonight as well, but she's going through her own stuff, and then I feel kind of bad insisting. She's like, "Oh, just remind me," but like, I'm like, "I'm not gonna get like keep pestering you about it when you got like stuff going on in your life, you know?" Yeah, that's the truth, man. It's like it feels like this whole month has been like that for almost everybody. 
Yep. Hopefully June will be better. Actually, there's a lot of good stuff coming up in June, so I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty excited. And uh, you know, really, E3 is not amongst those things. I mean, you know, E3's cool, but it's not one of the things that has to be pumped though. Okay, okay, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, I've never really been to E3 before. I'd like to go, but I don't know why. It just seems like it's it's just kind of slowed down. You know, like it doesn't have that same oomph behind it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they've really hyped this one up. And then, you know, to be honest, I feel like E3 is not really for the gamers anymore. It's more for the investors to let them know, hey, we got big stuff going on, you know, to get that hype going. But I don't, I don't see it as a fan event. I see it more as a press event. Mm. You know, it's a, it's a business kind of thing, which people will say, well, but they frame it like, you know, they're showing the gameplay and all that stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But that's just some grandstanding. It's not really for the fans. I, I don't know. That's just the way I feel about it now. Yeah, I think it's mainly because they're trying to make everybody some sort of gamer now. You know, you just don't... It, you don't have that uh, exclusion. It doesn't feel as eclectic as it used to. Yeah. It doesn't have that. It just it feels like it just lacks uh, soul, you know. Yeah, or geekiness. Yeah, <laughs> it's pseudo geekiness. It's just you know. Uh, oh yeah, we do this stuff. We we like the gaming stuff and everything. Yeah, come on out, come watch us. It's like really. It's, yeah, it's really by the numbers too. Like a lot. It's like so many of these people are just playing little sizzle reels instead of actual gameplay. Or then they play stuff and then they're like, yeah, let's, no, let's not pre-render this in-game, in-engine. It's like, ah, oh. so much yeah. marketing crap, you know, deception and everything. And I don't know. It's just, uh, and it's just so many of the presenters just do it by the numbers. Like, you could pretty much predict everything that's going to come out. Like, there's rarely anything that makes you go, well, mind blown. But say, oh, but look, look at the new hardware. It's like, yeah, but like, when it comes to hardware, that's, a given that it's gonna get better each time, but it's so marginal at this point that it's like you know, like if you jump like the older generation when you jumped from like you know Super Nintendo to like a N sixty four or from yeah. like Sega Genesis to Saturn, you know stuff like that. Those were jumps where you really just saw the difference, like whoa, like you know. Now the the, the jumps in the hardware is it's like, eh. And people can say all they want, like, oh, but look at all the this high resolution and blah, blah, blah. You can see the difference. Like, yeah. You know, I don't think that's, I feel they're focusing too much on that. And they need to think more about the, the, the games, the experiences that they're creating. That's why I always said I'd rather deal with the game that's got a better storyline than, you know, a game that's just kind of, you know, the graphics are so intense. Like, I, I still don't want to buy Mass Effect. Mm. I mean, We'll get into that. That's part of the news tonight. A ruler. Yeah. The 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 never ending pooping on Mass Effect continues. Though I'm gonna get it. I just don't have time to game right now, so it's like, why buy? So it'll just sit there and just make me feel bad. Like I really want to get to it. Yeah, I hear you. But uh, I wanna. Like <laughs> I wanna. I wanna say real quick that our pal Stan Farina, who's in the chat right now. Just came out with a new book, and I have a copy here, but of course my webcam's not working, so you can't see it. 
So I'm going to try to read you the title. It's probably the, the least friendly uh, audio podcast uh, title. Because I'm going to say this title. People will be like, how do you spell that? But if you know, if you look up Stan Farina, that's probably easier. And if you don't know how to spell Stan, I can't help you. But <laughs> Farina is F-A-R-Y-N-A. N is a Nancy. And the book is called Francisco Augustine Bernadoni. Or Bernadone, Bernadun, if you want to spell it, say, uh, phonetically. You know, and it's, a, it's called A Brief History of Our Tomorrows. It's a, it's a quick read, nice big font, you know, nice, pa- nice, uh, paperback. And I like the cover, the cover on it. You know, it, it, this is how eclectic Stan is. He's got like this, on the, on the front cover, he's got like this, uh, very distinctly kind of like Greek, perhaps Roman architecture. <laughs> Some like uh, black ops dude in the back with a gun. And like um, some guy that could be giving Bob Vila a run for his money in the beer department. making About to like make out with this girl. And then like some like, uh, I don't know, uh, would that be Korean uh, characters in the front? He's saying it's a Trevi fountain in Rome. Or Trevi. Oh, it's the, oh yeah, the, the famous one. Bob is the boss. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it's, such, it's such a freaking... You, t- you said eclectic earlier, mm-hmm. Everett. This, this is eclectic. So, <laughs> this tells you... When you look at this cover, you see the way the, the Stan's mind works. And uh, then in the back, this is great. Like the, is, he's got a little like ticker tape on the top of the back cover, and it said "Love, Money, Hope, Loot, Zombies, Future, MMO." <laughs> he's got the SEO in there. You should um, you should put that in the chat, man. Oh yeah, Korean on the left. So I was right about the Korean. Oh yeah, I forgot there is Japanese in the, in the lower right. Yeah, everyone is Japanese. So yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll type it in there, and I'll put I'll put the link up on our. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash geeky antics. We'll probably drip it in there. Maybe some little excerpts. You know? Which I'm sure, I'm sure Stan will kindly, uh, supply. Uh, so it's, uh, Francesco Augustine Bernadone. I'm saying Bernadone. Bernadone! You done, Bernie! Ah, oh, don't remind me of the uh, election. Oh, damn. <laughs> That, that was an unattended, so uh, unattended, uh, effect there. Poor Bernie. You're so wrong. You're just wrong. You know you're wrong. Oh wow! I, I, I put. I just wrote a brief histories of our histories. <laughs> it's a brief history of our tomorrows. There you go. Like whose history? Superman's history or? A history of our histories, you know, it's just like a recursive search. Anyway, uh, the back cover, you know, it's got your usual, um, <laughs> it's got your usual, um, what you call it, um, um, reviews, right? And, uh, it's got a couple of people that I recognize, a few people I recognize. I read Normie, Normie, uh, Latte's, uh, Review. She's the co-host of ZombieCast, the official internet radio show, the Zombie Research Society. 
You can check them out at uh, allgames.com, of course, and of course, zombiecast.net. She says, Mr. Farina gives us an exquisite montage of sci-fi. Ooh, exquisite montage. I like that. I knew he was going to like that. Sci-fi. <laughs> exactly. Montage! <laughs> Romance and spiritual depth in a very fascinating world. Gaming slurs into real life. Lines get crossed. And in the end, we hope to find the true winner. You know, in this book, I, I, I remember reading uh, an old draft. A little a little excerpt before and uh I, it's it reminded me a lot of like uh more fleshed out log horizon or sword art online so if you're into nice. that kind of thing or maybe even uh dot hack if you prefer and if you're into that kind of stuff i think this is a very good read but of course stan you know he he likes to go deep so what you see on the surface <laughs> ha, Got him. Got him. <laughs> but yeah, um, there's Anything like less is civilized. There's a lot be- beneath that surface. Yeah, dig deep. So I, I haven't read the whole thing yet. This is probably my weekend reading, and uh, I suspect there'll be a lot of uh, hidden meaning and innuendo. For some reason, Stan likes to talk about penises a lot. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, sounds kind of familiar, like somebody else I know. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Sexy voice included. <laughs> See that? I, I'm making sure he's paying attention. He says, "Lol." I'm kidding. It's not true at all. He just—he's—he's he's pretty straight edge, except when we're hanging out together. I, I get him to cuss like a sailor. Otherwise, he's like really like straight edge. Uh huh. I'm a bad influence. Love you, Stan. <laughs> but in, uh, some some giggles. I'm sorry. I'm like I've never heard myself laugh like that before. <clears throat> okay. I don't know who this Tomar guy is. Tomar is a bad word. Tomar, Tomar. That means uh, that's the Spanish word for taking. So taking is a bad influence. I guess it is. Sounds like a pimp. <laughs> T- Tomar, that could be a pimp. Yo, Tomar. Tomar said I had to pay up, so I need to up my rates. <laughs> it's three times as much if you want to put it in the butt. Any kind of butt stuff is three <laughs> times the, the standard rate. Two hundred per cheek. <laughs> I just say that's called the coast to coast rate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Moving out before we alienate our listeners any further. <laughs> what listen, are you talking about? Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry about it. This is a good segue to say, meanwhile, back at the ranch. Go uh, you know, Timmy. <laughs> let's talk about what's been, what else has been going on in real, in real world, in real life. Um, I wanted to mention before I forget. So, Supernatural, I just heard. So, I think the last season, so they're... Likely won't be a season thirteen, but you know, 12, 12 seasons. That's a, that's a good run. Yes, that's a pretty good run. Yeah, um, pretty good. It's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I mean, it's very rare for a show to do that. You know, go twelve seasons. Shit, very rare. If you go five seasons, that's a that's an accomplishment in itself these days. I mean, it's not even a Star Trek show. That's saying a lot. Hmm. Yep. Yep. 
So uh, th- that's that. And then uh, I, I, you know, I haven't been watching much TV lately. I'm kind of back to my old ways where I'm just kind of trying to focus on work and personal projects, and you know, work-life balance, you know, family and all that good stuff, you know, and, and trying to get some kind of sleep in, in the middle of it all, right, in the midst of it all. But uh, I, I, you know, I keep hear I keep hearing people talking about American Gods, and yes, I know it's a book, and I know probably the book is a hundred times better. But I'm watching the show because I am curious about that. I'm not even gonna lie. It, it, you know, I'm I'm really digging it. It's you know how obtuse you know Legion is or Preacher or the Leftovers. Like you know those. I know they're very different shows that you, you probably wouldn't compare otherwise, but. You know how these shows, they just, they kind of pique your curiosity and they give you very little answers. And I guess a lot of TV shows seem to be heading in this direction, but these shows in particular, they don't hold your hand and, and you're kind of just along for the ride. You know, it's all about the journey, but you're not going to really get much closure or answers, at least not right off the bat. And this show is very much that, like, it's gory, it's, it, 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 it'll piss you off and you're like, I want some kind of like resolution to like, you know, made me feel better about what the characters are going through. And you get some stuff, like, you know, this, this good... I really like the dialogue. Like, the dialogue, I think, is, 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 is pretty smart. You know, and, uh, and, I, and, I, and I like the, the little moments where they lighten things up with some, uh, you know, some witty dialogue. So, it does keep it pretty balanced, you know. Whereas, if you watch something like Leftovers, Leftovers is a very heavy show. And that's like that show will make you depressed, but that's it's such a unique show that you know you ought to keep watching and see you know what happens next and see if you eventually will get some answers. But a uh, man, it's like that leftover is, is rough. This is a little easier, but still like if you have a if you have a weak stomach and gore and uh, gratuitous sex and nudity, if you have a problem with any of those things probably not the show for you and this is a stars this is a stars original by the way you were talking about stars earlier on the pre-show remember uh, what would you say something about stars i was talking about uh about uh, brick and mortar places not i didn't say anything about stars no that's earlier with another friend my bad oh oh everything's uh-huh. merging together feeling so important now no <laughs> <laughs> you know that other guy talked about better things. Like, well, you know, I tried to call. Okay. I tried to call you a few times. I don't know if you saw. I no, I got your number. It would have showed up unless your phone number changed. No, man, it hasn't changed since before nine eleven. <laughs> That's interesting. I'll That's... check. Yeah, I ain't seen nobody. I don't remember if I left you a voicemail the last time. Yeah, yeah, I definitely left you a voicemail. In fact, I called you and Derek. And I, like, and I was like, yo, what's up, bro? Where you been? Yeah. I let your voicemail. I know I did. Let me check, let me check my phone. Ah. <laughs> I ain't got no, I ain't got no calls from your Mar. I know. Mm-hmm. I call. I got your phone in my phone. I definitely Why call. Why do I sound so old right now? My, my voice and my speech, my, my just vocabulary right now just sounds really old. I'm saying all these, like, old guy jokes and everything. It's like... You know, because you're yeah, it's because you're a dad yeah. now. You're developing the dad humor. It's not even dad humor. It's like it's already settling in, man. You gotta start going, make, making 
you're gonna identify really bad puns and take advantage of them, and you're gonna start getting to knock knock jokes and all kinds of stuff. It's gonna happen. Oh lord! Welcome to the club. Oh, excuse me. So, Beaner has said he had a couple of things come up, and he'll be here in like 17 minutes. We'll be wrapping up the show by then. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah, we got a good half. I think we got a good half hour or so at least. What day did you call? Oh, I don't know. Everything's a blur. Don't expect me to have uh, any cost of a time. Check my voicemail. Oh, I don't even know what's going on anymore. I'm I'm lucky just to remember my own name. <laughs> Hang on. Speaking of which. Uh to be continued. Stand by. Oh no. Say American Gods, what can I tell you about it? Without spoiling it. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I can't really say too much. Without giving it away, huh? So the show starts off with uh, a convict that's uh, finally getting out of jail, out of prison rather, and reconnecting with his uh, his loved ones. But he starts to like uh, get some really wicked dreams, and he gets like this feeling like something's amiss, and then everything goes to shit. I don't know if I can say more than that without really giving it away. Like I know this first episode and definitely give it give it a shot. It's probably I can tell you it's not for everyone. I know a bunch of people that don't like it. And I, but it seems like it's definitely polarizing because people either really love it or they hate it. Um like uh, I had a few friends say it was too slow. And I guess it's because again you know the the pacing is fine. It's just that you're not, a lot of things are happening in each episode. You, know, you see a lot of different scenes and different characters doing different things. But, uh, you're not gonna get your answers. You're not gonna get your satisfaction in the way you might be used to. So that's something to keep in mind. I think, I think it's good. I think it's worth a look-see. Give it a shot. I would like to hear what you think. So if you get, happen to check it out, send us your thoughts on American Gods or anything really. At uh, mail at geekyantics.net or leave us a voicemail or text at 646-801-2149. Again, 646-801-2149. And that is a US based number, so long distance charges or international rates may apply. I'm talking about American Gods, uh, the Star's original show. Uh, I guess they're trying to compete with. You know, honestly, this show looks like. It might be trying to compete with with uh, Game of Thrones. I can see it filling that space quite well, you know. So that that's what makes sense to me. By the way, maybe we'll talk about it some more next week. Uh, Ah, yes. It's hard to keep up with the TV. But, uh, you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you could read the book. Uh, or books. I don't know how many there are. Stan, and, uh, let us know what you think about the book. I hear the, 
that it's uh, some good stuff in there. But you know, it happens so much, and I think the main reason the books are better than any adaptation you'll ever see is because if you have a good imagination, what you make up in your head is going to be better than anything anyone could put on screen. Because what you make up in your head is kind of what you're inclined to and kind of what you want to see and imagine. You know? Now, if you don't have a very good imagination, then, the you know, I don't think that, that holds true. Now, I see Chris Gannon, aka Destination of Gaming Death Podcast, playing Heroes of the Storm. Figures... Now that I haven't been doing much gaming, everybody's getting back into Heroes of Storm. We need to get into that game. If you play that game, add me, YogiZilla, hashtag, or pound, 1722. That's YogiZilla, pound, 1722 on uh, Blizzard's uh, gaming service, Battle.net. So we can play that. It'll probably mainly be weekends, because on the evenings, I'm just beat or just focused on other stuff. See Tire Claws getting in. I see Racing John. A few people here in the chat. Hello, everybody. So let's move on. This is uh, War Child not here at the moment. We're not going to talk more about our weeks. We're going to jump right into our obligatory news and rants. And uh, on the top of the news, Friday the 13th. It's basically just a refined Dead by Daylight. Remember that game? Release tomorrow, Friday the 26th. Kind of a weird release date. So, but, you know, if you're watching us, if you're live now with us in about a half hour, it'll be playable on all platforms. So I think PC is already jumping in. Um, and Dead by Daylight is actually releasing on consoles on June 20th. That's a kind of unfortunate timing because it looks like Friday the 13th is a lot more refined and it's got more polish. It's got more better balancing, and and I wonder how they're gonna address the whole thing. Cause you know when you got these four v one or eight v one kind of scenarios, a lot of times, or if you have a game like uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, a lot of times you have players that will get into com- get on comms on their own, and then kind of party up unofficially like that, or create a party ad hoc and then kind of bully other players so you know I, I wonder what, what they're going to do to kind of stop that kind of stuff because these kind of games people tend to farm players like that the randoms and uh, it kind of ruins the experience um, Sega and Platinum games has a hidden gem coming back and you know I think it's a hidden gem it's a game that a lot of people missed and I, I think uh, it was actually quite good, but it released kind of in a tough time. I think this game released around 2006, 2007. And that game is Vanquish. Finally getting a PC release. Um, and, you know, I never finished the game, but from what I got, did get to play and watch of it, you know, it's, it's something eventually I would like to get back to, like Binary Domain and Alpha Protocol. Uh, those little niche Sega jammies. And cult classics, you know, gotta give love to that. Uh, Mass Effect development is on hiatus, and a lot of uh, analysts and, and uh, journalists are kind of saying they kind of feel that, and I, and I tend to agree. They, they kind of they're saying that it's probably doesn't have to do much to do 
with the sales of the game. Because sales have been fine, but EA is never satisfied, so that's a whole different thing. But they're saying it's probably likely to the fact, likely due to the fact that you know Bioware has been bumping heads with their EA parent company, and well. They, they, I, I know they've fired a bunch of people and they put a stop to a bunch of Bioware projects and Mass Effect is kind of the collateral damage. And I, and I still say, uh, I know that those of us that like Andromeda are in a minority, but I really don't see why people made such a big deal about Mass Effect's, uh, dropping quality or supposed alleged dropping quality. What can you do? So, you won't be seeing any patches or add-ons or anything for that in a while. Uh, kind of a shame. I still want to get it. still want to get it. Because I like the multiplayer and I was enjoying the campaign, the trial. I'll probably just book the trial until it runs out and finally say, I'm going to buy it. But I, I made up my mind. I mean, what else? What else is really coming out right now, honestly? Um... That show that people are talking about. Actually, before I jump into that, it's still with some more gaming stuff. So let kind of keep it together. Square Enix. They're looking to sell Hitman developer IO Interactive. So here's another company that they're never satisfied. Because the, the last Hitman game actually did really well. It was really profitable. And by them releasing it episodically... You know, they, they got a good residual income stream. Um, and what's interesting is the way financials are handled for game gaming companies in particular. Scooby. <sighs> so if you have a game that hasn't released yet and there's a bunch of pre-orders, if you don't release within that quarter... That could be seen as a liability, right? This is a, this is part of the reason we see a lot of, you know, uh, games rushed out before they're ready. Uh, they were talking about this over at uh, B Team, uh, and you know, it's just basic accounting stuff. That if you if you're in business, you kind of figure it out. Or yeah, I see it's probably really common sense too, but people don't really think about that angle. Um, but when you do the episodic games, right? I think it puts companies in a better position to organically expand a project and um, develop a residual income stream. So, I'm, you know, I'm okay. Depending on the type of game, I think it's okay to have a three to five part game and, you know, price it out cheaper per unit. There's something there, you know. Like, imagine... You get a game, you know, like, and I'm just thinking, I'm kind of thinking out loud here, but let's say there's a game that has an extensive campaign, but also has really, a really good multiplayer. So for like, let's say 10, 20 bucks, you get the full multiplayer game and like the first, like third of the, of the campaign. See, that's a good model. And then the rest of it is dripped out. But see, 
the scale of that might be too much for episodic. So it has to be more so like small maps and game mode additions, a true organic development to make sense with the episodic stuff. The more I think about it, um, could then it could be something where, well, we didn't make enough on this, so we're not going to release any more content for that game. Or we'll wait till the demand picks up. You know, that might be more sustainable. Because uh, these game studios, and just programming jobs as a whole, they're, they're pretty high turnover. Because you'll get projects and they'll staff up. And then when the project's done, it's like, whoops, sorry, we can't afford you. <laughs> kind of a shame. Which is why I have my education, my degree in uh, computer science. And I went the IT t- track. So, no regrets there. I love programming, but to make the... Uh, career out of it and yeah, I don't think I'm ready for that <laughs> I'll just do jobs on the side I'm okay with that and pet projects um so yes yeah, so, so back to the show I was trying to talk about uh 13 reasons why has gotten renewed for a second season which is interesting because I thought the whole show was based around learning why this girl committed suicide so if we get that resolved in season one what will be next and now I'm really curious about this show because there's been so much controversy surrounding this show. You know, um, schools advising parents not to let the children watch it or if they do to have certain conversations with them. You know, uh, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, some people are saying that, uh, you know, it was glorifying suicide. But if you're, if the whole show makes you feel uncomfortable with the pain and suffering that takes place, then how's that glorifying it? You know? Well, I guess it's one of those things where, you know, for a while, you know, I think we have this ebb and flow with society, at least in the U.S., where it's like, progressive thought and then this conservative holding patterns right and uh the the notion of suicide is something that people normally aren't very comfortable talking about so and it's kind of like hey we're okay with sex with uh violence but when it comes to sex ooh, no no not that's that let's sweep down to the rug as if we're some kind of genital free creatures that don't ever have any physical desires it's so weird nobody's what's up bro so uh yeah that's getting renewed i'm really curious i I, want to at least watch one episode i'm I'm scared that i'll get into it and then try to binge watch it and suffer at work you know sleep deprivation all that um but yeah uh another show is coming actually uh there's a netflix Original apparently, uh, and they just released a trailer for a Castlevania anime, well, anime-inspired show. Um, and I, I like what I saw so far. I especially liked how they incorporated the NES in there as like a monitor to kind of introduce everything. That's that's pretty cool. So definitely check out that trailer. Um, I think it's it's gonna be a good show and. Hey, keep Castlevania going, because we may not ever get another video game, but I'm sure there'll be stuff like it, right? 
I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Robbie? By the way, if you, if you if you guys are wondering why I keep talking to myself, it's because we you know we do this show live, and we have a chat room. Well, we have two chat rooms actually: Discord, which is at geekyantics.net forward slash Discord. Again, geekyantics.net forward slash Discord. And then we also have the Twitch channel: twitch.tv forward slash geekyantics. Um, what else? What else we have here? I'm actually going through this pretty fast. It, de- it might it might it might very well be a very short show. Is uh this show that usually we have two or three hosts and maybe a, a couple of guests. This show's format is not suited for uh, solo, <laughs> so I apologize in advance if I'm boring you to death. I'm trying to keep it interesting. Um, so Beam is now Mixer. Uh, interesting change in the branding. They uh with the change in the name. They they introduce a streaming guide, co-streaming, and some other goodies. Oh, Robbie's going to Comic-Con. No work today. Nice. Comic-Con in the UK, that is. Where is it? Is it in London? Or uh, I forget what you showed me. I think you showed me the flyer. My brain is mush right now. I already talked about Star Wars turning 40. That's, that's probably be a big deal today in Comic-Con. Um... And now we all feel really old. No, uh, no, there's Beard. He's just getting in. War Child was here, but he's tending to the baby. He, like, just stepped out. Just stepped out. Of course he did. There you go, just in time. I, I was about to start wrapping up. <laughs> nah, you don't get to wrap up yet. Not until we talk about a Seaman sequel. I saw that. And when you posted on Discord, I was like, what? Actually, uh, did you see the... Uh, the Castlevania trailer for Netflix. Yes, I did. What did you think? The about only thing it? I saw for the uh, the Castlevania trailer made me. I was like, I need to go watch Vampire Hunter D again. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Vampire Hunter like, D or what else? Other good. What else? Other good. Bloodlust was even better. Yeah, Bloodlust. Uh, what's blood? Uh, blood Plus. Um, I know we're thinking of we're missing some big ones. There's a lot of good vampire anime now that I think about it. Ah, I can't think no, of it it's now. not vampire anime, but Wolf's Reign was real good too. Yeah, I think you put it up there. Keeping in the uh, supernatural realm. Yeah. Then when you start talking about that, you start delving into things like Witchblade, you know? <laughs> Witch Hunter Robin. Ooh, wow. That was another good one. Vampire Slayer. Hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was all right. That was all right. Okay. But this that was a, that was a, that's an older one, so you know it wasn't the best, but it deserves a little mention. Yeah. Little swizzle yeah, swazzle. Yeah. <laughs> I think Warchild just C-Man. tapped in. Was was that was that his feedback? No, it's just the baby trying to chime in. Ah, okay. So yeah, Seaman, you know, that, that that made me very happy just because I have a soft spot for Sega and I That game was that game was so insane. I I, I love it. It was just absolutely bizarre. Here I'll throw it in uh I'll throw it in the regular chat for everyone who's here. Yeah, if you didn't play 
Seaman, then you didn't own a Dreamcast. Yeah. That was like the premier game to have for that. It was that and Fantasy Star. Yeah. Like those were the two games that pretty much shipped with the Dreamcast. But at least Fantasy Star got ported. Seaman yeah, they died with Dreamcast, yeah. Which is a shame because with the uh the Xbox Connect and the PlayStation I, that would have been perfect for that game. Oh, but, I just saw this last piece of news you put in there. Oh, which one? The uh, the new Dragon Age that they're working on? Yeah, that's good, and especially on the heels of what I just talked about with uh, EA uh, being dildos. EA getting rid of everyone that made Mass Effect, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Man, that's what happens when a game isn't good. Yeah, but you know, EA standard of success is pretty unreasonable. We didn't make a trillion dollars. Done, if, if the game had done as well as Mass Effect 3, they would have kept the guys around and they would have supported it longer. But it didn't do well because they did a shitty job and didn't back down from the fact that they did a shitty job. Mm. And I saw about how the, some of the reasons for games being rushed out is because they want to make their quarterly report look better for investors, you know, shareholders. But, yeah. uh, but, uh, on the flip side, you Rockstar have... doesn't give a fuck about that. See, I was just going to say, because you had that up there. Yeah. They did yeah, later. Uh, doesn't give... Yeah. How long did they postpone GTA V? That, I mean, game, that came out on the 360 and PS3. Wasn't that like they, a seven-year development roadmap or something crazy like that? Something like that, but they dragged their feet so hard bringing that to PC. Oh, yeah, the, the port itself was, yeah. Yeah. And that game's still... Forever. That game's still going strong. You you still find it in full at full price in a lot of places. Like It's because crazy. it's a good game, and it's worth it. Yeah. Because they haven't stopped supporting it. Yeah, that's the thing, the support. Because their launch was pretty astastic too. People forget about that. Yeah. Well, when the game becomes good, or when it's a good game, people forgive a bad launch. Yeah. Well, it, the launch itself, people saw the potential that was there. And they're like, okay, this, this can become something much better than it is. We see yeah. what they're working towards. On the flip side with Mass Effect, they put out garbage. <clears throat> Everyone was like, mm, this is crap. Fix it. And they were like, no, no, this is what we wanted. <laughs> and then they then they backed down. We wanted everybody to have butterfaces. We wanted everyone to look like they're 5'2". We wanted the proportions to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but, like, th- th- I mean, it, it doesn't bother me as much as everybody else, but it does, like, when you see, like, the cutscenes, it feels like you're watching, like, a, like a Disney movie, but under the influence of drugs. Like, it's just, like, you're just tripping really hard, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, a low-quality, it's, like, the B-tier animated movies. <laughs> like, below DreamWorks. So, like, uh, Titan AE, maybe? <laughs> Not remember? even that level. Damn. 
actually like Titan. Oh, yeah. I like Titan AE. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That one wasn't terrible. We gotta find something terrible to equate it to, like heavy metal, like an art school, like art school. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Heavy metal. Heavy metal is awesome. <laughs> I'm being a dick. Uh, hmm. But yeah, with the uh, I, don't know, I can't think of anything. With the Red Dead Redemption Two being delayed, I don't know a why anyone's surprised, and b why anyone would be upset by it. I don't because think... they're people. That's I'd a... rather the game be. I'd rather the game be delayed, and come out solid, than them push it out and it's awful. Agreed. Or horribly unfinished. Agreed. Highly agreed. Yeah. I think. I think everyone can agree with that. Yeah. It's not. And again, it's not like I hate the whole. I hate listening to podcasts or. Reading stuff where people are like, oh, it's a gaming drought again. It's like, there's plenty of stuff to play. Like, I don't have that problem. If anything, I, I, I wish I could magically complete all the games that are sitting on my wall of shame, but I don't have that kind of time. I've never, I've never had a problem with finding a game to play. Um, War Baby's making an appearance. Sorry. Hi, War Baby! Everybody's saying hi! Say hi! Alright, that's, that's one way to say hi. Aw, someone's being the cranky pants. Wait, what is it? Someone's having a case of the Mondays? Right, right, right? But it's not Mondays. Every huh? day, every day is Monday. Did you see that Destiny 2 isn't going to be doing dedicated servers? Oh my yeah, I'm God. A, little, a little upset about that. I thought that was just in the peak. So is more, baby. Uh, I'll be back. Alright. That's fine. She leveled up. I know that struggle. <laughs> she leveled up. She got the red mushroom run. <laughs> yeah, that that's you know, that, that God, that that's one of my biggest pet peeves. You know I'd be okay like with the game where the multiplayer is at the heart of it. You know, the you have to do a yearly access pass. Oh, for dedicated servers, out of something, but not having dedicated servers as an option, that just freaking, it makes no sense to me. I mean, look at, uh, let, let's just go back a couple of years. When MAG came out on the PS3, they had dedicated servers, and they managed to pull off 256 man battles. Yep. Why isn't that the norm? That should be. That should be the gold standard at this point. Well, especially a game like Destiny where it's all about multiplayer and they're developing a platform that they're going to keep... They're talking about... They, they, you know, they, remember how they always talked about, oh, new content daily and blah, blah, blah. And really, it wasn't much of that. It's like, oh, we just... It wasn't... You know, swapped it wasn't around. new content. Yeah, yeah. It was... The nightfalls and the daily missions, which were the same missions that you did before, just yep, it was slightly harder. This had it on a, on a playlist, and but they made it seem it, like they were going to have GMs walking around the world and and initiating events. You know, like, no, it's all freaking automated. Like, stop! You're not even pushing out heavily, updates. <laughs> and with how heavily they force or they emphasized on the PvP with the Crucible and all that. Oh God, they. 
with competitive PvP, you need dedicated servers. That way you're not beholden to one host's internet connection. Yep. And then the exploits that come with Rainbow that. Six, Rainbow Six is doing that. Rainbow Six is going to dedicated servers away from the host, the single host setup. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's something that Ubisoft can be proud of for once. Yeah, they're investing a lot into that into that game. Which is surprising because it's never been a star game. It's been a slow burn since it came out. Yeah. Which good for them. I mean, if you I'd rather if I were making a video game, I'd rather it stick around for a while and never actually sit at the top as opposed to a game like Conan Exile. <laughs> or whatever it was that was hot for a minute and then gone. Yeah. Dead by Daylight was another one like that. And it's tomorrow. Because Dead by Daylight never really uh, fixed his bugs. Fixed its issues. That was the thing. <laughs> yeah, the issues exactly... and the, the, the balancing mainly. Which is why Friday the 13th is probably going to end up... I don't think it's going to end up in that same boat. I think you're going to see the same thing with H1Z1 and Battlegrounds. Where H1Z1 was the really the first one doing the Battle Royale thing. But not fixing their bugs and not listening to the players' complaints. And mm-hmm. then Battlegrounds comes in and is actually actively working on what the players complain about. Okay, take two. <laughs> no, we've all been there. We know. You don't have to <sighs> you don't have to cry, War Child, it's alright. He, that's not my cry. My cry is a lot more wimpy. That's <laughs> Your soul gets sucked out. You just become wimpy. Oh, yeah, on, a, on a random on a random note, I, my male cat. He's like this huge freaking beast. But then when he like he rarely meows. He purrs a lot. But like if you like talk to him, like you say, "Hey Jasper, what you doing?" Then he meows, and it's like. Is the meow seems like it's fake, like he's using the voice spot today. Like, like the, why is your meow so like feminine, dude? Because his soul's been sucked out. <laughs> and it makes me it makes me laugh every time. I don't know why that just cracks me up so much. It's like seeing like like a huge ripped up guy and he's like, Hey guys <laughs> Mike, Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson, yeah. There you go, exactly. <laughs> like Mike Tyson. Perfect. Uh I'm still gonna get Destiny too, though. I'm not. You know, you never liked the first one, so <laughs> I really liked the first one. Yeah, he used to stream really? until until they started siphoning more and more money out of me. Uh actually, Beard is one of the streamers I used to watch that made me want to get the game finally. Oh yeah, I used to I used to stream that heavy. <laughs> Staying on black, was, it's okay. And like half the gameplay was you just hanging out in the social zones and the towers, just we were dancing. Trying to get a fucking, we were trying to get a fucking group together to go do the raids. <laughs> yeah, that, that still sucks to this day. I mean, they've got like a little 
the LFG, Blase Blah, and all this other crap. But I'm I'm actually kind of glad they fixed that in Destiny Two somewhat. So. The LFG website is the reason I stopped playing that game. Yeah, yeah. And then I, it I got ago. the I got the worst group of people <laughs> multiple times. Like the worst possible raid groups you can imagine. I had back to back to back. Wow. I'm like, nope, that's it. None of my friends jumped over to PS4 for this. I'm out. I moved on to uh, other things. I had a guy make a weed run during the raid, and he still stayed (laughs) online via the PlayStation app, and he was threatening the band to kick people off. It was, yeah, I made a whole post about it a long time ago, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've had good experience, but Mainly, it's just, like, bad experiences to the point where I'm like, I really don't want to raid with a group of people. But, you know, thankfully, I found some people to raid with on Twitter. Um, but other than that, it's just, you know, it's it's extremely hard to try and get in contact with the community. And they're like, oh, well, the Dusty community has been blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, well, that's great and everything. But you've got a bunch of people carrying other people, which there's nothing wrong with that. But if you just have a community of carry and nobody that's, like, trying to actually actively look for a clan, then you got problems. It's only that about... The other thing. They, they went and fucked with the guns way too much. Oh, God, yeah. Ooh, easy. Like, that should have been, that should have been left alone completely. They never... You never listen to the players on that. <laughs> yeah, because I think now the handguns are dominating. Last because you're always you're always going to end up with something overpowering something else. Wait, the hand, but the handguns have been good for a while though, like the Red Death and I don't no, know. The hand, red, red Death is a pulse rifle. You got like Last Word and Hot. Last Word. That's what I meant. The Red la, Last oh, Word and uh, what's the one that gives the, the, the like the dots on you? Thorn. The thorn. There you go. Probably poison. Yeah. Yeah. The thorn. The Hawk Moon. I mean, they were they were always good. Well, when they started when they started nerfing other things, that's when that was another reason why I started uh, pulling away from it. I remember Thorn sucked in the beginning, though. It's like a, as hard that quest was just to get that one gun. It just wasn't yeah. worth it because it, well, it's an exotic like, weapon. Well, oh, what are you doing? It's I I looked at it the same way I looked at the Borderlands guns. There were legendary guns that were garbage, but they were yeah. legendary. Just because it's legendary doesn't mean it's going to be good. I mean, you're right about that, but Thorn was just, like, horrible. Especially the reload time. They went back and fixed it to make it what it should have been. Yeah. But. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone can go and enjoy Destiny and Destiny 2. I'm not, eh, not interested. I figured they I didn't played. give me. They didn't give me enough in Destiny One to want a Destiny Two. Yeah. You know, I th- figured I played so much of Destiny One, I might as well just, you know, keep going. But here's here's the thing. Like uh, this, you know, the, the tragic thing about it is, Destiny does have a very strong community, and the people that play it, they're passionate about it. Play it pretty much daily, right? And there's so many fan events around it, you know, and even, and the game has a lot of really good things, but it's like, they fell short on so many fronts. Like, it's like, 
It's just about to get you over the edge, and they're like, oh, I'm tired. Like, ah, oh, really? You know? Like story. Like like plot. Well, yeah. The plot did get better. Uh, the only good thing about the Dark Below, below was the Crota Raid. After yeah. that, you had, uh, what was it, uh, House of Wolves, which I did like enjoy the story of that. That and was followed and by... And uh, POE, the Prison of Elders, is really fun. Oh, Prison, yeah, prison that, of Elders was, was awesome. That yeah. was part of uh, House of Wolves, which, my opinion, I think they had the weapons tuned to where I, I, I accepted it a little bit better because I got one of the best rolls into my weapons, which I'm still pissed about this day because I can't level those up. Um, and then you had Taken King, which was... Taken, Taken King was decent. It wasn't the best, in my opinion, but it was decent. But the one that really got me was um, the... Uh, Rise of Iron, which I think is probably one of the best stories they have. So they got a yeah, little bit better in the story department. I, I ducked out after House of Wolves. Yeah, House Once of Wolves like, was... Oh, we, got more, we got more DLC coming that isn't covered by the season pass that you bought. Yeah, yeah that is one thing I was pissed off about. It's like, it's a season yep. pass. Actually, uh, Destiny's not the only game that did that. I know, you, there were, there were Mortal Kombat. Been a couple. Yeah. Yeah, Mortal Kombat with the Mortal Kombat X. Then you got Mortal Kombat XL. It's like, but I bought a season pass. For but you game. expect that from fighting games? They do that all the time. But like, I Capcom does that all the time. Yeah, that's true. But you know, King of Fighters fourteen or King of yeah, King of Fighters fourteen sitting on my shelf. You know how many characters are in there? Two. Fifty-two. <laughs> you know how many two DLC characters there were? A kajillion. Four. Oh wow! Oh, it's on the other side. <laughs> that, that sounds like Capcom versus uh, Marvel Three, where you downloaded either was it Jill Valentine or Shimura Gorath? How do you say yeah, his name? Like Shimura Gorath, yeah. Sh- yeah. I mean, the only good thing about that was you could transfer it, uh, those two characters over to uh, Ultimate in Marvel's Capcom Three. But you know, that's about it. <laughs> Buy a new game, get new characters. <laughs> Fighting games have been doing have it's Capcom's fault that fighting games suck. Yeah, but but back to Destiny. The thing is, a game a game that's that, that shallow in the content should extend the season pass because those expansions are pretty skimpy on the on the depth. I'm sorry to say, you know, like yeah. it's just like yeah. a lot of the same thing over and over again. That's why I did like Prison of Elder because it was repetitive, but at least it was fun. It was like it was like playing Smash TV, you know, Smash TV. It was like Smash yeah, TV yeah, yeah. of Destiny, like, yeah, let's go to these, clear up these rooms. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was different, and they had different, there were different things each time. It yeah, might have been a firefight exactly from, uh, firefight from Halo. Or like a, a, um, randomized version of Horde mode from Gears of War. You know, it's just. Yeah. You know. more interesting. The thing, though, that, that, that astounds me is you have these social areas. You have emotes, right? And it's like, man, there's potential here. This, it, You know, it's, at certain points, it started to remind me a little bit of Fantasy Star Online. And then, sure. and then there's nothing to really... Wish it was like Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, I know. God, I know. But, like, that's the thing. Like, they get so close, and then there's, not, like, you have all this downtime where you can't do much, like... Cause like Fantasy Star Online was the definition of shallow gameplay. There was, yeah, it was no, fun. <laughs> there was no story to be had. Hey, go find Red Ring Rico. Okay. Yep, but <laughs> it was, am I killing these robots? It was fun though. What's going on here? 
the thing was, once you see that first red box, it's over. They got their hooks in you. Yeah. You get that first legendary drop, and it's like, oh, shit. It was basically a loot run. Yeah. Right. It becomes Borderlands 2. It was Borderlands 2 before Borderlands 2. <laughs> At least the story we have, better. We have 700 weapons for you to find. Good luck. <laughs> but you can use some of them with this character. You'll have to make another character to use other ones. And you can get Dr. Eggman's blaster. Oh, God, this is great. <laughs> oh, I had so many. I went and hunted down so many of those weapons. And then when they took the servers offline, I cheated and got the rest of them. <laughs> nice. So good. The, the nostalgia is on. real. Shit, I might play that now. But see, the thing, the, the thing I was going to say is that, like, with all the downtime you have in, in Destiny, you would think they'd have, like, little mini-games you could play in the social area to keep you, like, busy while you're... Oh, they do. You have a soccer group. ball you can kick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one soccer ball. Climb on everything. And then one asshole kicks it over the ledge into the abyss, and then it doesn't respawn for a while. Like, thanks. Good job. Sorry, I'm I'm burping her. Oh, I know. <laughs> we know what that sounds like already. <laughs> At least she's calm. She's calm. So I ba- bought Bloodborne. Baby hiccups the are so cute. Day I brought, I brought, I bought Bloodborne the day I brought my son home from the hospital. <laughs> so I was playing Bloodborne while dealing with a screaming newborn. Yeah, that gets interesting. So that game has that a special a whole new level of difficulty to that. <laughs> I can believe it. I remember I was, doing the, <laughs> I was doing the upgraded or the updated Destiny raids when she. Let me see. Back when she could sleep in her little sleeper because we had like a little portable, um, uh, portable bassinet. Just lay it down mm-hmm. in that. And every time she woke up, just you know. Do a little things, do a couple little things, she go back to sleep, and I get right back to raiding. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did you guys see the um, the news about the Silver Sable and Black Cat movie? Yeah, that was uh, around the same time they dropped the Venom movie news. Yeah, I was, I was, I haven't heard about Silver Sable or Black Cat, but about the Venom movie. I didn't oh know I wanted God. it until they said Tom Hardy was going to be Venom. Oh, I knew about it, but I had no idea it was going to be like that. Because, I mean, Tom Hardy is Venom. Oh, my God. The only thing that it could go horribly wrong with is if they go with the anti-Venom storyline. I doubt they'll do that. I doubt it. Anti-Venom seems they, like too clean and wishy-washy. Are they going to really... Have a vi- have a movie based around a bad guy? Are they really Spider- going to have it? Spider Man will not make an appearance. Yes, Spider Man will not make an appearance. This is a strictly Venom movie. Hmm. Then they have to do the anti Venom storyline. No, nah, they don't have to. I mean, let I me mean, look at Ghost Ghost Rider. They and I'm not saying it's going to be like Ghost Rider, but uh, Ghost Rider Thor. I mean, there's movies out there that didn't really have too much of a a main. 
uh, what's the word? I, I guess main villain or main purpose to make the movie other than the fact that it's like, hey, it's Thor. Hey, it's the Hulk. Hey, it's Ghost Rider. You know, that was the only reason they made those movies. With Thor, they were building up to the Avengers and all of that. True. With Ghost Rider, I don't know why they made those. Same thing with Blade. I mean, there was no real build-up for Blade, but they made a Blade movie. They just put together some bad guys and made it work. But Blade's awesome. He is. Venom also had... I think Venom... When he had his own comic book, he probably developed his own uh, rogues gallery as well. Because there was a time that Venom was trying to be good. I mean, they'll probably make him like the anti-hero, because let's be real, Venom eats brains, for God's sake. And if you can't find find chocolate, he's going to eat brains. That's what he does. (laughs) But he's he's a villain. Yeah. It, It just... I didn't know I wanted it until I saw they attached Tom Hardy's name to it. And then I'm like... I'll give it a shot. Dude, Tom Hardy can make a Ronald McDonald movie. I wouldn't care. I'd watch it. That that already sounds great to me. If you put a <laughs> Grimace in there and the Hamburglar. Dude. What? Take my money, please. <laughs> oh, I, watched, uh, I watched Logan last night. What'd I saw that too. What y'all that think was, was That was soul-crushing. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, that 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 movie made I, me depressed. <laughs> I compared it to Mass Effect 3. Like it takes everything you love and kills it. Yeah. I th- I thought it was a better death than the uh, comic book. And it just was, the way everything was put together. Even X23 was <laughs> she was so badass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I was kind of hoping that the only reason she wasn't talking was because she didn't understand English. But the fact that she could speak English and was just ignoring them the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> that was all right. It would have been fun. When she first goes off in full Spanish mode, I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that one was really good, man. I, I, will, I will say this. I'm, I'm actually kind of happy that the Orange and New Black cast is branching out to other stuff and they're not doing too bad. Uh, when you know, compared to the Game of Thrones cast, because I don't think the I like Game of Thrones, but I don't think the cast has made any good movies or good shows. That, well, aside from Sean Bean, but anything Here's outside of Game of Thrones is not that great. Here's the problem with that type of actor: when you're in that big of a show, you're typecast at that point. That's it. That's what yeah. you are. Well, the. I take that back a little uh, bit. There the are a few from, exceptions. Well, look at the guys from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Hmm. They really... The guys who weren't established beforehand, like Ron Perlman, haven't done much. Not to any level of success. Because everyone sees them and instantly it's biker gang. Nothing else that they do is going to fit that. I don't know. Charlie Hunnam's done pretty well, and uh, the, the guy that played uh, uh, Juice, they put him in Luke Cage, which I think he he fit in with that cast. I forgot he was in Luke Cage, but now nah, Charlie Hunnam hasn't done anything to much success since Pacific Rim. That wasn't that. That wasn't a success. Shoot, I love that movie. I thought it did pretty well in the box office, but 
Okay. It didn't. I, it, I thought it, it did. I'm sorry. I was too. I was too. Uh, giant robot versus giant monster fanboyed over. You know, I couldn't couldn't think. I'm like, oh my god, this is my movie. Yeah, that shit's awesome. It didn't do well in the states, but that's because if it's not Godzilla, people don't have that brand recognition, so they're not going to care. Yeah. Sad thing is, I didn't like the new Godzilla movie that much. They keep making the new iteration of the Godzilla look like he has downs. It's like, why? (laughs) Just a derpy (laughs) lizard. Derp lizard. Derp lizard. (laughs) (laughs) Just how lizards are now. I know, right? Oh, back to American Gods. You know who one of the actors is in, in the show? Who is it? Orlando Jones. Orlando J- Oh, is he? Mr. Yes. Nancy. Yes, yes, yes. I haven't yes. watched it yet, but I know he's Mr. Yeah, Nancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Jones. I, I, seven Up guy? Yeah, Seven Up yours. Make Seven yeah. Up yours, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, he hasn't had as big of a role yet. So that's why I had to think about it for a second. But like one of the main main the main character really, he's uh he played Lincoln on the one hundred. He, and he's pretty good, I like him. Um and then uh do you remember in Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events the girl no. that played Violet? Anybody? Nope, never saw it. Mm-mm. Damn. Same here, never saw it. Well, she's in it too, and she's all grown up. So, yeah. I've been very selective with the movies that I see. <laughs> I've been very behind on those because I remember I was I told myself earlier this month like Alien Covenant is going to come out on nineteenth. I'm going to see it on nineteenth. I'll probably see it on Thursday night. I'm going to see this movie. Can't wait to see this movie. All of a sudden, I'm still talking about the movie, and it's like a week after the movie came out. Let me let me let you in on a little secret. <laughs> you have a newborn. Yeah, you're never going it, to see a movie again. Says you. I got ways. I got ways. <laughs> well, it at least I had a movie theater. Before. Yeah. That's okay. If I have to, I'll wait till it comes out and I'll buy it. Cause... Yeah, because you don't want to be that guy that brings the crying baby to the theater. That's a good way to be ostracized. You never do that. Who? No, I don't understand. That's... I don't understand the logic behind that. There is no logic. You just because people are, are are so um, entrenched in their own world that they don't really think about other people around them. Yeah, like the people that like to text message during the movie, or the people that say the stupidest things during the movie. Because I'll never forget, I saw AVP and this one kid stood up. I don't even know why the kid was in the theater. He sounded like he was in middle school without his parents. Like, man, that's some really strong blue stuff. It's like, yes, he got the strongest Kool-Aid he can find. Put a bunch of sugar in there, and that's what's dissolving everything. <laughs> Just Sometimes I get a real good laugh out of uh, the stuff people say. I don't. People talking during a movie doesn't bother me. People texting during a movie doesn't bother me. But a crying baby? No, no. Get the fuck out. Yeah. That is that is unacceptable. Leave. Leave now. You either you accept the fact that you have a child and can no longer see the movies, or you get a fucking babysitter. Yeah. You inconsiderate fuck. 
Yeah, Mainly the second day. one. He tipped his hat. Beer tipped his hat. <laughs> How... Good day, sir. Don't they have an Uber for babysitting yet? <laughs> I'm sure they do. Because they, they already have the Uber for delivery service and the Uber carpool. The Uber, the Uber delivery thing is rolling out slowly. They have Uber Fluffer. I know that's a thing, too. Oh, wow. I know the roadie app is that delivery thing. And then you got one for uh, for stuff that you, if you need help around the house, you can call them. They're supposedly licensed and all this other stuff. And all. There has to be an Uber for babysitting at this point. So you just fucking call them up or text, whatever, beepity boop, whatever. Boop, get a babysitter. <laughs> and boom, you're good. You're golden. There you go. I like that sound effect, beepity boop. That, that, we need to make that, that sound by all technology makes. Yeah, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I love that. I love when he does that. My uh, remote control R two D two does that because you can make him talk. Like a little button you push, and he like he does one of the things he does. He says spinning, spins in a circle, and then runs off in a cor- in like one in a corner, like one direction, and like really fast and. That is, is, it scares the kids and the and the pets. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I can't even do it because if I do it, I'll like, you know, blow your ears off. But yeah, R two for the chisels. Hey, Stan's still here. Hey, R. I got your book, Stan. I got Kindle Unlimited, so I downloaded it. I'm gonna read it. Yeah, I was talking about that at the top of the show too. Stan Farina, F-A-R-Y-N-A, available on Amazon and wherever good books are sold. If you, if you go to a bookstore and they don't have it, then they're not a good bookstore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I got to say on that. Exactly. So, uh, B, did you have any other news items? Or are we about ready to wrap up? Or War Child? Did, did, you, you, cover, did you cover Square Enix? Chopping off the uh, one of the only games that was IO Interactive, the selling IO. Yeah, yeah, that's stupid. They're selling Hitman. Yeah, that makes what? no sense. No sense. Why did you do that? What? Ever since Enix it- came into the mix, they've destroyed everything and every and anything that they touch. That's it- what it is. It is that's Enix, crazy. and they are they are a blight. They should have kept it soft. They should have kept it soft. Well, I was talking about how Hitman actually did really well, considering what a tough time it released in. Like, it it, it, it was, was completely profitable, you know? Yeah, it was surprisingly successful, and they still decided, mm, nah. I just realized how weird that sounded whenever I said it. Like there, are a couple, there, are a couple of, there are a couple of bad choices away from being the next Konami. Ooh, ooh! I should have kept it soft. The Justice Mon- Monster Pachinko Machine—that's going to be their future. I'm so mad. And then you got Metal Gear Zombies. I don't know how to feel about that. Don't feel good about it. Don't buy it. Don't touch it. I'm not even. <laughs> uh, you shoot. I'm not. Konami can burn uh, unless they give me a 2D Castlevania like Symphony of the Night. And then I'll be happy with them again. I like um, Symphony of the Night was good. I would really love to see another area of Sorrow or another game like yes. that. Give me Soma again. 
Oh, that was awesome. Especially when you turn into Dracula if you do it the right way. Oh, mm-hmm. yep, yep. That and um, what was the other? I just love whenever you, you uh, turn into one of the summons. So, like, you just got mm-hmm. this giant thing going across the screen. Or you turn into a batter. You know, just, just so much. That game was just, it rocked so much. That was back when, that was when mobile games were still, or uh, handheld games were still king of the pile. Yeah. yeah. Back in the Game so, Boy Advance day. Well, I played mine on an uh, emulator, but even still. Um, I borrowed... <laughs> it's alright. I bought two copies of it. One of them was for you. There you go. Yeah. It all balances yeah. out. Yeah, that I works. did buy two copies of that game because my first one got wet. Oh, Because man. my Game Boy ended up in the laundry hamper in the bathroom. Oh. Uh, Say no more. And then I ended up with... Then I got a Game Boy Advanced SP after that. You know, I'm actually thinking about going back and buying a a Game Boy. The SP is definitely worth having it. If you're going to buy one, buy a DSi. Yeah, that's a good call, too. Because you can play play all the pre-3D DS games, and you can play all the advanced games. Nice. So the nice... The nice thing about the SP though is it's so compact you can play while I was laying down and you don't get the crazy, the wicked uh, wrist cramps, you know. <laughs> That's not and bad. It backlit, which was yeah, beautiful. Yeah, Adjust- game adjustable, came- no less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the game that came after uh, Area of Sorrow? I met another one that I didn't get a chance to play. There was a well, there was one for the DS. See, there was Harmony of Dissonance, Aria of Sorrow, Order, Order of Ecclesia. Yeah, order, that was the DS one. Okay, that's the one that the uh, the blood blood stained looks a lot like. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, the last one I played was like this zoomed out three D or this zoomed out version of uh, Castlevania. Can't remember what it was called, but it was kind of weird. Was it the uh, Lord of Shadows one? Nah, this one was still a sprite game, uh, 2D sprite. It had Soma, it had uh, Alucard, um, I think it had a couple of Belmonts in it. And it might have been, I, I it, think it was Harmony of Dissonance, let me check. It was multiplayer too, so you could play with more than one person. Ooh. And you had to, uh, to beat the clock, or you had to beat the level before the clock ran out. Did they have yeah, a, I can't remember the name of it. Did they have a boss rush mode? <clears throat> no, I mean, you technically had to rush to get to the boss. Oh, because... okay. No, no, that's not the one I think, then. Not Portrait, yeah, was... of, not portrait of Ruin. No, nah, I wasn't that. I got nothing. I wish I could remember what it was. They put it on the Xbox. And I... Oh! Captain N. Captain N, the Game Master. That's what it is, right? Curse of Darkness. Portrait of Ruin. That's what it is? I'm just spitballing here. These are the ones that all have come out. Yeah, Portrait of Ruin, I remember very well. The Portrait of Ruin, the only thing it had was the boss rush mode and the uh, online shop. The online shop was cool because you would leave your, your DS on and then it would like, host a like, little kind of like server and people would come in and out of your shop to buy stuff. It's pretty neat. I don't think that's pretty 
I don't think that was. You know what? I have to look it up. When I do, I'll let y'all know. All yes, right. I'm on geeky ethics. <laughs> but the uh, the Game Boy Advanced ones were Circle of the Moon, which came out with the SP, I believe. That was so the one where you were a yeah. with a whip. That one was all right. Harmony of Dissonance was... Yeah, Harmony of Dissonance was, I think, the first one was Soma. And then Aria of Sorrow was the second one, I believe. I thought it was... I've got all of those. And then Yay. Dawn of Sorrow. Got that, too. Dude, I, got, I, I, I just realized Curse how excessive... Darkness. Curse of Darkness, I don't think I have. I just realized how excessive my Castlevania collection is. Hey, if you like your game series, you like your game series. Yeah, it just worked out that way. That's what makes you a gamer. The 2D Castlevania games were the best. Yeah. I I can't think of another franchise that constantly pumped out good games. Yeah. In the Uh, same style. Metal Gear. Well, yeah. I'd I'd go with Metal Gear, because... they even then, Metal Gear didn't have nearly as many good quality games that came out. I mean, yeah, you, you did have a couple of games that were questionable, like what was it, Metal Gear Acid, I think. But other than that, Revengeance. You know, they, Reven- I like Revengeance. It's just stupid name for a game, just to start. It was actually supposed to be Metal <laughs> Gear Revengeance. Then I mean, they they had like a whole switches. That's one of the main reasons why. Um, it got so confusing because they switched to uh, they switched I think from Konami to another company, which was uh, the name of the company escapes me. But I, they they make pretty good games. Um, but yeah, they just kept switching too much. That's the main problem. Meh. It almost got caught in development hell. Probably should have. Well, says you. Says me. <laughs> Happy to disagree with you again, Beard. It's been a long time. That's fine. That's fine. It's been a while. <laughs> I know. So the only <laughs> thing that exchange tells me is that one of you is a really big Raiden fan and the other one is not. Actually, the, the gameplay of the game is what really kept me playing. I mean, Raiden I'm, is, man, really, um, if they would have... Uh, well, there you go, that too. But really, if they would have did uh, Ninja Gaiden like that, the was the third one where they took out the blood and all the other stuff, which didn't make any sense. Because after Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden Two, they're like, "No, no, no, we need to tone it down. Just take all the blood out, and you know, just just replace it with um, uh, what's never been done before. Ah, sweat. Yeah, they've never <laughs> done that before. Uh... Just... But then they got smart and they made Ninja Gaiden Yaiba. I think something. Something Sigma? like that. Maybe Sigma is when they brought it back because they they did go back and redo Ninja Gaiden three, and actually they put the blood back in there. But they also did a almost like an anime, if I remember right, version of Ninja Gaiden, where they kept all the good stuff in there, and it looked twice as uh ten times more bad donkey. Because I can't say what I want to say because the daughter's in my arms. <laughs> She's too young to understand. Keep going. <laughs> I think it was Ninja Gaiden Yaiba. I think that's what it was called. Ninja Gaiden in black? No, this was uh, like a... 
I got to look these games up for y'all, man. I'm telling you. I'm bringing up these games nobody remembers. Oh, I, I, I'm like the worst person when it comes to recalling anything. Movie quotes, music, like Ninja names Gadden of artists. Z. Ninja Yaiba, Gadden Ninja Gaiden Z. Yeah, yeah. Came out in 2014. Yep. That was the one. Oh, don't Stick. worry, I got you. I appreciate that. Word. My bearded brother. <laughs> Alright. Don't worry. I'm starting to fade, my friends. I'm enjoying the conversation, right. Beth. We should probably wrap it up. So, this is the part of the show where you share where you can find everybody so you can stalk us. So, starting with Beard, where, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter, at BeardNet. That's about it. If I do anything else, you'll hear it there. Cool. cool. Oh, and they opened this new cheese restaurant in New Haven that you'll see. Yeah! I'm surprised yeah, you I'm didn't. I'm going to be fat and broke and drunk on cheese. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Gonna be awesome. Lactose and loving it. I'm gonna have to like scoop up War Child and Tuka and we'll take a road trip or something. <laughs> War Child, where can people find you? Tired. But other than that, you can find me at War Child Games on Twitter and WarchildGames.com is my website. Currently, I'm a little behind on that for good reason, but I have made a post recently about Destiny 2 and you know how my my take on the uh, the live stream and what I feel about it. Check it out, check it out, and you can always find me on geekyantics.net. Word, and I'm Yogizilla everywhere these days, mostly on Twitter, um, but you can also find me on things like Xbox Live and BattleNet. I'm Yogizilla. Uh, you can see a pound seventeen twenty two on there. What else? What else? What else? I'm on the Facebook. I'm on the Instagram. Yeah, just Google me, quick, Bing me, whatever. Quick question about that BattleNet is the uh, twenty characters thing over with for uh, Heroes of the Storm. Please I'm not know. sure. They're, they're still running some promos for sure. I know they have some free gifts if you log in now. So. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Chris Gannon from Gaming Death is playing that. Uh, Ice Crown, he's playing that. Some other people playing it. Uh, Rat, Ratatat and his wife. A bunch of us. Uh, I, I gotta get back into it myself. I love that game. His wife, Ratata? <laughs> Rat, the Ms. Ratatata. Raticate. <laughs> Rat, Raticate. <laughs> I can't hey. believe I'm still playing that game every now and then. I've been stuck on Clicker Heroes. I'm sorry, you're ending. Continue. Nope, that's that's all I got. That's all I got. But next week, hopefully, uh, I would like us to at least watch one episode of American Gods and, and compare our thoughts. Or actually, a couple episodes, because I want to see what you guys think about it, because it's out there. I will, I will find a way to I'll, watch it. I'll get, a, uh, I'll, I'll get a hold of it and watch it at work. I got an extra shift next week. I can do that. There I'll you go. do the same. I got a lot more leniency. Just, just remember, you may want to turn your brain off and not think too much. It could just go along for the ride because it's pretty zany stuff. <laughs> I like zany. Zany is always good. <laughs> and with that, folks, this has been Horseplay Live, episode 180, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Good to be back. Peace. Bye.
Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.